Good morning for the CJRU Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroixie and debuting on CJRU 1280 AM, I've got actress, director, Crystal Rose. How you doing? I am good. Well, How are you? Good. You came in person. I'm yes. so excited to see you. Thank you. Excited to see you too. And I know you listened to the show ahead of time and yeah. you loved it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for coming to see me. So let's get to know you. How did you decide you wanted to become an actress? Because you're an actress, <laughs> a director, a writer. You're the jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. Yeah. I mean, it's started all the way back and I feel like this is probably a typical story oh my god it started way back when I was a childhood but it really did start way back when I was a child um that's something I've always been interested in and to be honest it probably was something that I was interested in from when I was born because interesting story how I got my name um when my mom was pregnant with me she was reading a book called star Mm -hmm. and main character in the book her name was crystal and in the book she was like striving to become like a big movie star and all that stuff so my mom named me after that character because i guess she really wanted i don't know she wanted she saw that for me so i feel like it's always been in me since i was a young and to i always gravitated towards acting and and directing and all that stuff so it started there and mainly with church is where i think i got my first crack at it uh, funny enough, I actually started directing first before I started acting. Wow, wow. You know what's shocking me and my mouth is dropping? She named you in the womb yeah. and based on that crystal and you're now acting. I know. Isn't that crazy? How does that story make you feel sometimes? <sighs> I don't know. It... it... <laughs> it's crazy. It, it, it's crazy. And I feel like it get, It tells you how powerful your thoughts and your words are and what you speak into the atmosphere. That's why it's so important to speak positive things into your life, into your future, because words, you know, they really do hold power and do hold weight. So I think um, I think my, my mom really wanted that for me. I don't know if she necessarily saw like actor, but I know she wanted me to be something great in that you know and you are and how are your parents with you now do they support your acting and the doers are they you know saying i saw you on this or hey girl keep up the good work messiah on tv you know (laughs) um well not to not to be make this sad my dad is very supportive my mom unfortunately passed away a a couple years ago so sorry to hear no it's all good it's all good but um she did get to see, I guess, a little bit of it when she, when you know, I went to university for acting. Um, she was always very supportive of it, but you know, she's Jamaican still too. So she's like, "Yeah, okay, make sure you go to university. I know you want to do, but you know, she also kind of forced me to do another degree as well, so just in case." You, <laughs> you know, know you have the Jamaican parents. On, you, know, you know, yes, I know, girl, I know. Marie's half, half Jamaican, half Saint Lucian, so right. So you know, I know, I you know. know. But she was still always very supportive of 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 my endeavors and um and my family right now are are very supportive of my endeavors all the time they're always cheering me on and they love to see whatever projects i do they're always asking when when can we watch you when can we watch you on screen when can we not? and they tell everybody about oh crystal's doing this crystal so i know like everyone around me is very supportive and that obviously feels amazing mm-hmm. yeah. and you have the support of your church too you said they were very supportive which is actually shocking me because you and i were talking off interview you know yeah. say girl you know, say you can't do no acting, you know. Where's your relationship with the Lord? I know, yeah, because like I was telling you earlier, um, like back when I, like I said, I got my start in church because my 
my old church, um, they were very, very big on like productions and music production, act film um, plays and stuff like that. Um, all every year they would put on a big like Christmas production, Easter production, even sometimes off productions. I actually my first big directing thing that I did was at my church was for a play that my friend wrote and I directed and we had two sold out shows at my church and it was so good and my church is, was a is a pretty big church it holds like a, a couple hundreds of people so we had two sold out shows and it was really good so we got to tour it to Detroit as wow. well so that's where I got my first I guess directing thing <laughs> and yeah it just grew from there and like my love for it fostered from there and then went to university went to York for theater studies um honed in some skills there and then I had to take a break for a couple of years yeah that's what I wanted to talk to you yeah. about what what was the break like because and also to share with our listeners yeah. you did get to live in Japan as yeah. well too yes so right after university I got a job in Japan so I got to live in Japan for about a year which was amazing <laughs> I loved it Japan is such an amazing place. If anyone gets it, I always tell everybody, Japan has to be on your bucket list to visit. All right, I'm going to do it. Maybe I'll live there, okay? If You might want to live there. When you go there, you might want to, because you know what? They particularly love Jamaican culture there. Wow. Okay. Yes. I'm going to do. I'm gonna make it a bucket list to mine, Make okay? it a bucket list. Go to Japan. <laughs> but yeah, I love Japan. So I was there for a year and then came back and then life was just, you know, life was just lifing. But also because, too, I thought I wanted to be, I mean, I still kind of do because I still have a passion for it, but I was also pursuing fashion at that time as well. So I started like a fashion line and all that stuff as well during that period. So that's kind of why I stepped away. But like t end of 2018, beginning of 2019, like it was gnawing at me so much to get back into what I love, which is acting and directing. It was just, it was eating at me almost. So I was just like, you know what? I have to, I have to figure out how I'm going to, what I'm going to do, how I'm going to get back into this. And so I, I started classes, film acting classes. And that's where I also made a lot of new connections there. And then I got my first agent like in 2019. And then that's just kind of how things just flowed mm -hmm. from there. Did you get depressed in the break a bit, even with the uncertainty? Were you struggling with depression? No. I wasn't, but it was just something that I just knew. I'm like, I, God gave me this talent. God gave me this passion for a reason. He put this in me for a reason. And this is why I feel like it keeps coming back up. This is why I feel like I need to do this because it was put in me for a reason. So that's it just it's not that I felt depressed, but I definitely felt like I wasn't doing what I was what I was meant to do. So did you feel anxious, though, a little bit, too, at times, maybe? A little bit frustrated. There you go. Yeah, okay. a little bit frustrated, like, what am I doing? And also because seeing my other friends, my other close friends that were in the industry before me and seeing them, um, you know, living out their lives and living out their dreams and how happy they are. And I was just like, girl, what are you, like doing like you know this is what you want you know this is what you love so all right but you're back and you're stronger than ever let me yes. say okay. yes yes mm -hmm. 100 percent. okay so now take us to 2023 what was <laughs> this um that got you a lot of awards where i'm from but you know i'm repping it i'm repping my scarborough till yeah. i die <laughs> yeah i mean so not me particular, but I was part of, I guess you're referring to the film that I yes, was in. Yes. Yeah, the film I was telling you about 
a film that I'm in called Scarborough. I'm sure some people have heard of it because it's won eight CSA awards. Wow. A CSA, for those that don't know, that's like basically the Canadian equivalent of like the Oscars or like the Academy. So it's such a great film. And that was actually the first feature film that I did when I decided to come back into the industry. <laughs> so I shot that, I think I shot that 2019. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 2019, I believe, is when I shot that. Um, and so to see how it took off the way it did, it was just, like, so great. Because I also got that film project on my own. Like, I didn't even have an agent at the time when I when I booked it. So Wow. Yeah. So what is this Scarborough about, in case listeners want to know? I mean, we've all heard of Scarborough. Yeah. I'm from Scarborough. Kingston Road and Markham <laughs> represents. Never forget your roots. Malvern. <laughs> I know. But Kingston Road and Markham didn't know Malvern, okay? <laughs> Everybody's claiming Malvern. And sometimes people aren't even from there. Right? I know, but I guess Melbourne's the place to claim, I guess. But like, well, why people do that, though? If you're not no. from there, if you're not from there, don't claim there. It's just like no. people saying they're from the hood, and they ain't from and the they're hood. they're not from the hood. They're you straight know? from <laughs> Mississauga Road. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Scar- Scarborough is based off a book written by Catherine Hernandez, um, and it just basically follows the lives of three like young children, kind of just kind of going through life and they're both kind they're all three of them are kind of living in somewhat difficult situations um and you know one family in particular the family that my character interacted with was in and out of a shelter yeah it just basically just follows their lives and follows the lives of like a teacher and the teacher's impact on the kids lives and I don't know it's I'm probably not explaining it properly and I'm probably not making it <laughs> sound enticed but I promise you it is so good like it is actually so good it's on Crave right now if anyone wants to watch it it's on Crave but it's so good like it yeah it's it's done really well it's gone pretty far it was in the theaters for a while all over the country so definitely check it out all right could they do a scarborough too you think probably or they can do a scarborough like there's so many stories you can tell about scarborough you know you can tell scarborough from so many different lenses so i mean and yeah why not there's so much richness in that city i feel there is but people are only want to talk about malvern they don't want to talk about kingston road they don't want to talk about markham and eglinton they don't want to talk about those so why don't you write that story all right would you would you help me why not all right we can do Markham and Eglinton. I don't know nothing about Markham and Eglinton, but sure, I can. <laughs> <laughs> I can. Help. Okay, but when we're talking about Scarborough, did it talk about only Malvern in that film? Mm-hmm. It didn't. I don't. It didn't speci- um, specify an area. Okay. At least not that I remember. It didn't specify an area. Mm-hmm. It was just more focused on the lives of these children okay. that so happened to live in Scarborough. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, I know you told me it focused on the lives yeah. of the children, but I was asking like if it focused on neighborhoods, because you know it, some... It did show some neighborhoods, yeah, because they did shoot in Scarborough. When I shot, I had to go to Scarborough to shoot, but um, mm-hmm. I can't, like, honestly, I can't remember, like, exactly where, everywhere in Scarborough. It was just, like, all over okay. from what I remember. The yeah. town center? The Scarborough town I don't I don't, think it, I don't think it showed the town center. <laughs> Not that I remember. No, right. I don't think it showed. <laughs> All right. So usually, okay, for characters, what type of characters do we like to play? And I know off interview, you told me a character that you want to play in the future. But bring listeners, you know, I kind of open up our minds with bring listeners, you know, let their minds be open of what characters you like to play. Yeah. So honestly, I would, I would love to play a, a whole diverse. Before I get into the like, ideally. 
And when I say ideally, I don't mean like, oh, this is the pinnacle of my career. I mean like, this is like a fantasy that I would love to do. But I love to play a diverse, I love to be diverse in my characters. Like, I want to play deep characters. I want to play characters that are um, complex characters that have a lot that aren't you know too too dimensional so that can be any that can literally be from any world um ideally though or fantasy wise though i would love to play like a villain okay all right. A villain in a superhero type of film or like a like a mob boss type of film. Mm-hmm. Like a bad like a real badass ty- you know type of boss lady that just has like the whole underworld on locks or you know something like that. Okay. All right, would we do kind of like a 50 cent story BMF? That would be fun. Okay. But I think I'm more geared towards cuz my favorite genre is like thriller and sci-fi. Oh. And like superhero. Those are my favorite genre. Okay. So I would love to play Marvel if you ever happen to listen to this Marvel or DC I'd love to play a villain in the DCU or the MCU okay holla alright so will we write like a super horror black horror movie like somebody's coming in with a knife and they kill off everyone and the blood's sucking and you know I don't like horror movies <laughs> but you said horror thriller thriller sorry thriller and horror are different they are different okay <laughs> They are different. I don't really like horror movies. Um, I like suspense, but I don't like like the blood, the gore, like the demon possession, the paranormal. I, yeah, I don't, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, not into no, them. No, I'm not into them yeah. things either. The Blair Witch Crop yeah, Project. No, sir. No, ma'am. That's not <laughs> somebody for me. walking backwards. Yeah, with their hair. yeah, that's not for me. <laughs> but okay, what type of thriller? What do you call it? What What would be a type of thriller story you would like to tell? Okay, like Jordan Peele is like I love Jordan. Peel. Okay. So I love the way he tells thrillers. Okay. So like a Get Out, mm-hmm. Us. Oh man, I wish I thought of these on this, but there's so many. There's just because I just consume so much content, it's kind of hard. Okay, let's just say Get Out and Us. Okay. Uh, those are the ones I can think of off the, off the top of my head. I love Get Out because it's very eerie. It's very creepy and it's very suspenseful. Same with Us, but it tells it has an underlying message as well to it it's not just you know creepy just for creepy sake like it's telling it's telling a bigger picture um but he does it so masterfully that it's not preachy Mm -hmm. like you actually have to sit sit back and maybe watch it a couple times to be like yo that's what he's really saying you know (laughs) but you're still very entertained because it's still it's still a thriller it's still suspense you're entertained by it you know Mm -hmm. Which I think at the end of the day, if you're going to watch a film, you you want to be entertained at the end of the day. Right. right? You don't so, want to be scared. You don't want to leave or you I don't want to be bored. Some too. people like being scared and that's entertainment for them. Right. But you don't want to be bored. Exactly. Yeah. Or you don't want to feel like somebody was just preaching at you the whole like two hours. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing when you say preaching because I can just see it. <laughs> All right. So what's the future for you? Of course, we were talking, we've been talking about the future. I think yeah. there's lots in the works. Oh, there is. Uh, there's lots in the works. I mean, right now, if you want to see some stuff that I have, like I said, Scarborough, that's on Crave. There's another show 
um, created by Amanda Paris um, called Revenge of the Black Best Friend. It's so good as well. It's also on CBC mm-hmm. that you can watch. And then right now, because I'm in the process of, well, not in the process, I got an, another agent, which I'm so, which, you know, is great. Um, so that's going to also open up a lot of opportunities as well. But yeah, so to come, I mean, I make a, sh- a small appearance in the boys on their next season that's coming up. And then my own projects that are in the works like I have a film that I directed a short film that I directed that's going to be um, showing so far at the Halifax Film Festival um, this month and then there's other projects that I um, that I'm working on one in particular that we've been writing for like the past two years that is um, that we're in the stages of pitching to like networks and all that stuff so there are there are definitely stuff in the works all right well i want one the rose story about your life you want one about my life yeah that will have to be in a couple years from now you know okay would you write one about your life or you you don't want to expose too much vulnerability i would yeah 100 percent. i would write one or get someone to write one who would i want to play me Hmm. Jennifer Hudson. Really? Yeah. Okay. I was thinking Kiki Palmer could play the sister if you have a sister. Yeah, but Kiki Palmer is, my sister is an introvert. My real life sister is an introvert. Kiki Palmer is very outgoing, so I don't know if Kiki Palmer could play. Could she play an aunt, maybe? She could. Okay. Yeah, All right. And I play, what do you call it in the film, can I be like the best friend? You could. Okay. (laughs) All right. The male best friend. You could. Okay. Did you have a male best friend? I I do. Okay. Okay. So you could. <laughs> I'm not an actor, but I'm just trying to get myself into the, the story. <laughs> All right. So what's your message to other actors and actresses? What do you want to tell them about getting an agent, writing projects, or pushing their ideas to the forefront for other directors to see? Yeah. One of the best advice, the best advice that I actually ever got, which is going to seem sound so cliche, but this was in university. I remember I was, I had to, I was talking to one of my um, TAs about how to start something, like start a project that I wanted to do, that I wanted to direct. And he literally just said, just do it. That was all his, and to me, that was like, that will always stick with me because that resonated with me so much. And especially in this industry, that's really what you have to, you really have to just go out and do it. I find like a lot of people don't get a lot of stuff done because they're planning, they're writing out for years. They're trying to think of, they're trying to get everything perfect. Oh, they want to get this in place. They want to get that in place. They want to get this in place. Oh, I want to make sure I buy the proper camera. Oh, I want to make sure I get this. I want to make sure if you wait for things to be done, one, you may not ever get it done. Two, the idea that you had, probably somebody else might take it and run with it before you, and then you missed out that window of opportunity. Sometimes you just have to do it. Like, one of the projects right now that I'm working on that we're looking at, um, you know, that we've been setting up a few um, meetings with development execs to pitch was from a project that I just shot because I wanted to shoot something with my friend. One of my actor friends, I was just like, hey, I, I want to shoot, I want to do something with you. I just want to do something. I wasn't planning on it to be anything. I'm just like, we, we just got to do something. He's like, all right, cool. Find, um, let's find like a scene online to do. So I was looking online, couldn't find anything. So I'm like, I'm going to write it. So I wrote it. He's like, do you have someone to direct? I'm like, no, I'm just going to shoot on my phone. He's like, oh, see if you can. I was like, okay, fine. So I asked one of my friends that had a camera, can you come shoot this for us? He read the script. I sent him the script. He was super excited. He's like, yeah, I'm going to shoot it for you, edit it for you 
da-da-da-da-da. So he did that, and he did an amazing job, and it turned out to be bigger than I anticipated when I put it on social media. Everyone loved it, and so I ended up having to write a part two, three, and four to it because everyone was asking for more. And then it snowballed into this thing where now we're at this, I'm at the stage where I'm actually putting it together a proper pitch Bible and stuff to show it to development exec. But that just came from an idea of just going out and doing something just because I wanted to do it. So I feel like people just need to go out and do it. Just do it. And whether you don't, don't worry about if you have the perfect quality or not, because some of the best projects out there that you probably don't even know are, are micro budgets to no budgets. Mm-hmm. Is because people just did it. They had an idea. Networking is so important. Having, you know, people that you can turn to that are of like mind to be like, hey, let's just work on something together. And you'll be surprised at how many people will just want to jump in because they enjoy the craft. You know, that I think that's a beautiful beautiful thing about our industry. People are not in our industry just because they want to just because they need a job or whatever. People are in the industry because they they love it. They love what they do. So a lot of people are willing to just do it you say let's do something a lot of people will just be willing to do it you know so just put yourself out there and you never know what might come of it you know yeah just do it just do it but what if there's a younger donovan said i tried it failed then do it again okay but if i did it again it's not being picked up by network executives but you gotta do it again you have to keep going okay that's where people the people that don't get to where they want to get is because they stop once they get a couple no's in this industry you're going to get so many no's more no's then you'll get yeses Mm -hmm. but Uh you got to keep going Mm -hmm. that's the key the the consistency and the persistence is key that you have to keep going and that's where passion comes from it's the passion and the that will drive you going Okay. That will drive you to keep going past the no's and the rejections, yeah. you know? Just got to keep going. You have to. You might hear no for six years straight, but finally, mm-hmm. in the seventh year, watch this, listeners. Oh, my gosh. I just watched a lot of your projects. I like it. Let's work out a deal in seven years. Right. I think some listeners and maybe some people who are looking to want to become actors probably expect that yes in six months mm-hmm. or a year. What do you say to that again? And that's not the case. Mm. It might be the case for that one-off person, That might, but I'll tell you probably for 99.9% of people that get in the industry, it's a long haul thing. Mm-hmm. So if you're not in it for the long haul, don't even bother. <laughs> Go find a job as an accountant. Okay. <laughs> one actor wonder or one hit producer. Are there such things as one hit wonders in acting? Yeah, but I find they're mainly like child stars. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. No. You want and that's the thing, you want to peak at the right age. Like Viola Davis, she peaked at the right age to me. She <laughs> peaked at the right age, you know? She peaked when she was like in her 40s and now like she just got an EGOT. Yes. EGOT winner. Mm-hmm. Viola Davis. And can you imagine it took her 15 years to really get comfortable exactly. in the industry and people to really recognize her. That's what I'm saying. Like if you actually go on I IMBD and you look at Viola Davis and you look when her first projects were, it was probably like back in the early 2000s or something, but nobody, or like 90s, I don't even know, but nobody really recognized her until like the past couple years, but because it was her timing and when it's your timing, things will things will all fall into place. When it's for you, it's for you. And it's, it was for her. My girl, no, EGOT winner. Mm-hmm. Not very many people will be able to say that in their life. Yeah. But persistence, right? And if it's not for you, 
there's reasons why things are just not meant to be. Right. Maybe it's not meant to be. Maybe you're not ready yet. That's it. Maybe it's not the right time to have relationships with those people mm -hmm. or that cast mm -hmm. yet. Or just maybe your character development. There's stuff right. that you need to work on. Right. Because what's going to happen when you get that role? Mm -hmm. And then, what do you call it? You get into a big fight with another co-star. Mm -hmm. You lose such a big opportunity. Yep. So your character has character to be worked on. That's so key. One of my one of my really really good friends i don't know if you know um chantelle riley she's also like really big in the industry as well as well but one thing she will always say to me is like i'm like grateful that i didn't really get all the opportunities that she's getting now when she was younger because she's like there's so much learning and character development and even her circle around her like took years you know to get solidified because once you like you said once you get into the role if you get that big role you get that big opportunity and now you're on the world stage and everybody knows you it's so easy to get swept up in all the hype and people taking you this way taking you that way taking you and if you're not grounded mm -hmm. you can get tossed to and fro and then like you said mm -hmm. you can fold the opportunity fumble opportunity because you haven't had that character development yet. you're not grounded you don't have the right people around you so you just have to do go through the process mm -hmm. and be per persistent and i promise it will you will get there mm -hmm. at some point yeah or another situation you can be in it for years and then blow it all by one slap to somebody in the face <laughs> <laughs> not that I'm making fun of that. So but character. he bounced back. He bounced back slowly, but it's still not the same as it used to be. Yeah, yeah. don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. So <laughs> I'm just saying it can work either. It yeah. can be good or it can be. That's why it's good to have that character development yeah. and be around actors and actresses that are going to ground you to yeah. the next level. Not encourage you to go to Kim K's party tonight. <laughs> Although it is good to hang out with Kim K, but if makes your Kim K is getting you to the next level. You know what I'm saying, Crystal? All power to Kim K. Yeah, but I mean, you know, but you, you know, you. I get no, 100. Yeah. percent I agree. I agree, and yeah, that's why you have to have those right people around you. Because it's so easy. I feel like it's so easy to get caught up. Especially in this industry. Especially Ooh. in this industry. The parties. Oh, this well, this one's having a party tonight. LeBron James is having a yep. party tonight. Hey, do you want to go with me to the party? And you swept all the way mm -hmm. in the party. Next thing you know, you have drunk. And then, oh my gosh, I realize I have a take to do. What do you call 1 o'clock right. p.m.? I overslept. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, you know, so we don't want to put our careers in jeopardy. Ooh. And I'm not saying they're actors and actresses that that do this there are some that do this but are serious actors and actresses let's yeah. get serious work yeah. hard play yeah. later exactly. and when you play play responsibly 100 percent, exactly so yeah um yeah just do it at the end of the day mm -hmm. that's what that's my that's my um advice and advice. to the fans what do you want to say to the fans where they love you they they say i see you on tv or they just want more of you oh um, I mean, you're gonna get more because there's more coming. There's definitely more of Crystal Rose coming. I have not even scratched the surface yet. So nobody, I ain't nobody. I mean, a one-two person might know me now, but just wait, just wait.
laptop for so really, really pops. <laughs> then you're going to really want more. <laughs> I know, eh? We're going to want more. Well, I'm glad we got to see more of her yes. here with me. Yes. Okay. Did you want to throw out your social media platforms just in sure. case? There's a younger crystal that might want tips of how to get in the industry. Sure, definitely. And uh, check out my Instagram. It's crystal.c.rose. So C-R-Y-S-T-A-L dot C dot R-O-S-E. Um, do I use TikTok? Kinda. What's up my TikTok? Honestly, I don't remember my TikTok handle. <laughs> but if you go on my Instagram, you'll go to my links and I'm sure my TikTok handle will be there. But yeah. Do you do any challenges or any TikTok challenges? Um, no. On my TikTok is mainly just like I post like film stuff. Mainly. Okay. Yeah. And a few like random stuff here and there, but not really. It's mainly like film stuff that All I right. post. Do you have music in the background as you're reading your lines? That's my best friend. And to do <laughs> No. I should get into the them. I might have more followers on TikTok. But no, I just um, some I just be reposting sometimes like interesting interviews that I that I come across. Um, sometimes get ready with me videos talking about different things that are happening in the industry, reviews, you know, different shows and stuff. But yeah, that's my TikTok mainly. Okay, okay. Any final things you'd like to tell us in closing? Yeah, just check out those two projects that I mentioned. That they're really great. Scarborough on Crave and uh, Revenge of the Black Best Friend. And then if you watch Boys, The Boys on Amazon Prime, you might see me there on season five. Make a little brief appearance. And um, yeah, just go after it. If Just go after your your dreams and if you ever want to message me if you have a question feel free to message me on instagram i'm very open to helping sharing whatever resources i have all right well you were open to coming on here and i would like to thank you thank you for inviting me all right for cjru 1280 am i'd like to thank actress writer and director crystal c rose thank you and thank you to the listeners for listening to this episode as well thank you